ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. Welcome back, friends. On today's episode of Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast, we are going to be doing a lot of reflecting as we look into the mirror ball of life. (laughs) (laughs) As described, prescribed by Miss Taylor Swift. And if only you could see Cardi C in Christina's faces right now. (laughs) I'm killing it. Killing it. Um, No, seriously, we are talking about mirror ball. And while they gather themselves, um, I really don't know how I feel about the song. I am like gonna, I thought. I'm going like to nominate just... that intro as the best intro of <laughs> 2022 thus far, because I really wasn't expecting it. And I, like when you said it, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that. That was brilliant, Meredith. Round of applause. I honestly don't even know what I said, so thank you. <laughs> oh, no. She blacked out. She was like, right before this, we were discussing, we were like, are you ready? And she's like, oh, sure, why not? <laughs> Pulled that one out. Um. Anyways, I so this song for me, meh, take it or leave it. Um, I mean, I I do like the imagery that's inside of the song but like there's the song was written for you yes and i get that i get that the song was written for me by taylor swift i 100 get it however i have never heard anybody reference a disco ball as a mirror ball until taylor swift and i was like you know why not just say disco ball like why did you have to say mirror ball and i get it because it's it's reflecting like we are reflecting on one another we're not going to the disco it's not a fun upbeat happy song it is a a reflection of what we're supposed to see of taylor swift but it's also a reflection of like covid times because as she says in the long pond studio sessions this is the only true song about covid and all of like things getting shut down and so I really thought it was poetic that she didn't say disco ball because I just think of John Travolta and, you know, like the Bee Gees. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. So I thought it was like really nice to paint that imagery. Like, yes, it's a disco ball, but it doesn't come with the cheesy 70s or the weird like country hall where everyone goes line dancing under a disco ball, which I think is still weird. And I don't understand country bars, but that's just me. No offense, everybody out there. Yeah. I think the long pond studio session helped me at least understand and appreciate the song on some level. Um, which, you know, she did give the explanation about it being COVID and things shutting down and all that, but I don't know. It's just, Maybe this song is for the overachievers. I'm not saying you guys aren't overachievers, but like the, like, I'm like a super overachiever. Everyone knows this about me. I don't, how many projects do I have going on at once? Um, at all times. What, what, say it, Cardi Z. 
no, I was just giving you that look of like, oh, really? We're not overachievers? I'm not saying you're not overachievers. Really not. But, <laughs> but like, why I really love this song was, you know, the lyrics like, when no one is around, my dear, you'll find me on my tallest tiptoe, spinning in my highest hills, shining just for you. And it's really about getting that attention from people to say like, hey, like, I need that validation. I need that attention. I'm doing everything I can to get you to notice me to still be in your life, still still be sort of rele- relevant, which kind of, you know, draws back to nothing new off of the Red, um, Red Taylor's version in the vault tracks. And... You know, she's like still, you know, spinning around, trying to just keep people looking at her while also keep people engaged um, because her shows did get canceled. I mean, RIP Loverfest, like, ooh, it still hurt when that came up on my phone, reminding me that it's been so many years since it got canceled. But I really just appreciated that. And then the line, all I do is try, try, or I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. Like that cut me to the core. Like that is like a huge part of my identity. And I feel like I've never been natural at anything. All I ever do is try and try and try and try to like keep pushing forward and get people's attention. And so maybe I'm not saying you guys are not achievers or overachievers. I'm just saying maybe it's written for the people who can relate to like that piece. And it, and it goes, it ties in that line ties in with this is me trying which is my absolute favorite song off the entire album. So listen, just because when I get off work, I start playing Animal Crossing and you do your three different side hustles that you have does not make you any much better than me. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say I was better than anyone. (laughs) Preach, preach, preach. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that I was better than anyone. Um, but no, I, I mean, I do, I like this song. I will tell you guys something funny is that like, I, in my head, I always wondered what, um, if there was like a folklore evermore musical that was going to come out. And I always thought that, um, that mirror would come after, um, cowboy like me because of the line, um, um, <laughs> When they sent home the horses and the rodeo clowns, <laughs> that was my only justification for like, oh, that that would go after this, and then it would like be like this whole big scene of like a disco like burning to the ground behind them, and like I had this whole thing in my head of what it would be like, but yeah, maybe one day. As the disco is burning in the background, you can just play gasoline by Heim yeah. with her, and oh yeah, there you go. Awesome. As they're like on horses riding away from it deep cut <laughs> no okay <laughs> I'm, still I'm, just trying, I'm still trying to get over the fact that you think you're better than me but I'm just i kidding. never <laughs> meant that that's not what i meant anyone who's listening i wasn't trying to say i was better than anybody i was just saying that for me my identity is an overachiever those are the lines that really cut me to my soul we picked up what you were putting down don't worry about it whatsoever Um, anyway you don't even like the song that she wrote for you she literally told you that you're not like the regulars you know the masquerade revelers drunk as they watched her shattered edges glisten this is why the pattern app said that mine and taylor swift's relationship were complicated Um, no, but I, I will say, cause I just mentioned one lyric, I really do like the bridge to this song. 
Um, I, and I know, you know, Taylor Swift is obviously always the biggest architect when it comes to a bridge, but I, the part that I do love about the song is the bridge. Um, and it's very, very, to me, a lot of imagery of the circus and she's still on a trapeze, but everything's burning to the ground. And it's like, I am up here guys. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Um, so now that I'm thinking that through, I totally get where you're coming from about like, she couldn't perform at a concert anymore. That makes sense to me now that I'm saying all of that out loud. Um, so yeah, thanks for nodding your head and giving me the look of, yeah, I'm the right one here, Cody. Um, you can't have a now right. I am better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith's over there like, why did I join this podcast? <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. Meredith it's just different. really doesn't like the song, so she has nothing to say. I just, it's just uh, like I get what she's trying to do, and like I appreciate it. I just can I, Meredith? Can I ask you something? I would love for you to. Is it the um, is it the music that goes along with the song for you that makes you like tick a little bit? I'm like playing it in my head. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit of it too. It's like a little whiny. That's see, I think that's my issue is like, once you just read the lyrics, you're like, wow, this is really beautiful. But then when you listen to it, it's like, there's, there's something either I can't, and I can't put my finger on it. If it's too much or not enough of something, I think it's too much of something, but I, I want to say it's that upper registry, but I can't really put my finger precisely on it. I would say, yeah, the music is a, a lot softer. And so yeah. it it does showcase more of like a breathy, higher register, Taylor, than it, you know, than we're probably normally used to, especially after coming off of the emotions of the exile and my tears ricochet. It just feels like a little whiny. I Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> It's like when, like, because I go on exile and then my tears ricochet and then I, sorry for those, this is not a visual program. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going up with my hand and then it's like slowly back down because it's just like the emotion that I just felt with exile and my tears ricochet for like the past eight minutes is now like, oh crap, now I got to do self-reflection and I don't want to do self-reflection. I don't want to think about this dynamic. And and listen, I'm all about self-reflection. I mean, my podcast is called sweat and reflect. Like it's a core value of mine, but I I don't, there's just something about this song. I'm just like, okay. I love that. You agree. I'm like, really sorry that your show's got canceled. (laughs) I get it. Maybe this is where I'm jaded. And I'm like, girl, like people died. Maybe that's just it. I'm like, people died and you're just like, oh, I can't perform. I'm sorry. <laughs> this just took a really odd turn. I think we should go into ratings now. I just don't know if I can agree with Meredith on this. That's fine. I'm like in a different space. I told you I was like coming on to this recording today. Just like a little. You, you also were going through something very right. different during this time. And... I don't know. Like I, 
I, guess I think it I, colors you know, my opinion of it. Yeah. I, I think I can relate to that. Like maybe just as someone who was going to go to the concert and it was canceled. And I was just like, I am so upset that all of this really cool stuff that I wanted to do this in the next year or t- which turned out to be like two years has been canceled. Right. And yes, like I knew people were dying and all of that. And like, I was still working the whole time. And, and so like, I had a hard time with people who were like, I'm non-essential and I can't work and I'm upset about it. And I was like, screw you guys. I have to freaking work even more. Like, I just feel like the pandemic was such a weird time and everyone was feeling so many different emotions and had so many different things going on. And this was her way of saying like, here's how I'm trying to cope with it. And I get how it can be perceived as whiny. So, and listen, I get, I get, cause like, obviously I love Taylor and I know that her building out the venues and what the concerts were going to look like. It's not, I know that like they didn't just magically come together and that a ton of people were displaced as a result of this. Um, and I obviously know that you and, and Taylor herself and everybody else like are aware that other people were dying. And I don't mean to play like that card. I think it's just every other song I can really feel that I felt like it was really connected to what I was going through. And this was just one song that I was just like, I'm really sorry that they shut down the disco. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that I love how Meredith totally like Courtney Kardashian, uh, Taylor Swift by saying like, Kim, there's people that are dying. <laughs> Taylor, I'm sorry that you couldn't put on a show, but people are literally dying. And <laughs> just <laughs> sorry. That's why that's was, amazing. That's why I was laughing so hard. Cause that's like, I'm just imagining that now in my head. I'm going to have to make a meme of that and put it on the Instagram page of like Meredith's face with Taylor Swift crying <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. I'm gonna, I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can make Taylor, I love you. I really, really do. And I know you're a kind hearted soul and I stand by you with everything. I just, this one song was just like, nah. you better <laughs> give I- epiphany a very high rating. Cause I will oh. remind you of your words right now. Um, I freaking love epiphany. Oh God. Like, um, <laughs> ratings, uh. ratings. I'm going to give this a 12. It's not a 13 for me, but I'm going to give it a 12. Cause I really relate to it. It's an eight for me. <laughs> nice. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Cody. It's an eight. This is the first time this has ever happened. I think this is the first time. <laughs> Usually Cody and I like, everything's great. It's awesome. <laughs> And on that note, I have nothing more to say for real. <laughs> Disappointed in both of you. Sorry. Come back <laughs> next week. It should be will, better. <laughs> will we be here next week? Are we fired? <laughs> I know Christina. It'll just be the Christina podcast. <laughs> Come back next week to get my own thoughts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, everyone will be back. This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at EnchantedPod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.